Back to the Better One Banter Podcast, episode 33 on the cast here with us on a special episode of the uh, podcast is another Banter Buddies series. It's not just me, guys. Of course, it's going to be Metruk and the old school friend of ours. We back, baby. He just disappeared off the radar. He's back. Yeah, I made what, it. what happened? Did you I made uh, it. have a spiritual journey in Nepal? Yes, it was. Um, I went to the Amazons. Allah. That's my ayahuasca. Allah. It's great. OJ, it's a, it's a huge coincidence, it's a bit odd and uh, just when these uh, the whole world goes to shit until you come back from Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> I came right back before, to save yeah. the world. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have seen it, Nayane, everybody's uh, talking about 2020 and I saw everybody's just uh, panicking, they're like, what's next? Aliens, man. Shiftelli, the, the one I put on Instagram. Yeah, that's that's what's next. <laughs> what else is left? <laughs> We're up do, next, baby. Do, do you think it's like a? Uh, uh, it's, I I think like the starting like the twenty twenties like this is actually a good thing because you get all the all the poison out in the beginning, and then the next nine years is gonna be. I don't know. Cool. It's yeah. The year after, immediately, you think things are going to go back to normal? Well, uh, just like I mean, within th- the same year. Th- that's at least that's what people are pushing for. After everyone's saying, "Oh, twenty twenty one is going to be better. We're going to start traveling again. Uh, COVID is going to disappear. Schools are going to start. You know, the whole like oh, no, I don't know. delusion that they're living in. There's <laughs> nothing else to wish for. I mean, it's all bad. Like it's. <laughs> I feel like it's a teaser trailer. To you. I mean, now here's everything that's happening. Progressively yeah. getting worse and worse and worse. <laughs> And then there's going to be the huge reveal at the end. Yeah, obviously, you're going to have people that are going to be like, oh, the night is darkest just before the dawn. Oh, you know, Nobody's that saying that but you. Yeah. So you're the only one literally I've never that's heard that. that. But that's what they're projecting, right? Like, it's going to get better. Who are they, Metro? Um, <laughs> this is the Metro. This is the they that Metro imagines <laughs> in his head. The they's, it's, the it's, thems. It's the Twitter they? sphere, okay? It's what I read on Twitter. It's what right. everyone retweets and everything. Dude, these days, there's no Twitter. There are black spots and squares and everything else. Oh, that's, 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 that's it, man. That's it. The world is uh, sp- experiencing another one of these 2020 events. Mm-hmm. I'm in Baltimore. You've uh, experienced it. How, is, how are things over there? How are friends in, in Baltimore doing? Shout out to Baltimore, man. It's yeah. it's a yeah, great go city. Ravens. Go Ravens! Go Ravens! Yeah. Go Ravens. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it, man. I, I always had... I mean, everyone's been telling me, oh, Baltimore, have you seen The Wire? I've never actually finished The Wire. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to ask you, like, just now. That's it's, exactly what I was going to ask you. I it, mean, it depends where you live. Speaking of The Wire, just on a side note, you guys remember the, the scene where they shot uh, Omar? Yeah. The motel? No. That's the, Our university is right opposite of that motel. Oh, no way. Yeah, that's so right cool. I've <laughs> right never there. seen the show, but Omar is the, the gay character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so Omar, he's the, the legend. Yeah, the yeah. gangster, yeah. 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 So that, but no, like Baltimore is, uh, it's it's a strange, cool city, man. It's like it's very hip. It's like a hipster town, but it's still it like, is? yeah, it is weird. Yeah, is everything in the states becoming a hipster town? I now? think so, maybe. I think it's a trend in the states. But it's not like Austin, Texas, hip. <laughs> no, no, uh, it's not not, weird, po- not Portland hip either. Um, and it's yeah, I mean, the people are lovely, man. It's just that it's getting this weird rep of. You know, I think the, the wire, the wire then, was was a was a big player in like sort of shaping the modern image of. Baltimore. I mean, yeah, n- not entirely though, because Baltimore is statistically like it has the highest like crime rate in the states. It does. Oh. Yeah, it does, and like next to Chicago, like somewhere there. But it's um, it's it's a weird 
like city because it depends on where you live as well like one street could you know have a lot of crime and then the other is yeah it's just like it's, miami kind of cliche it's yeah. like teleport between the ghetto and then like weird millionaires houses and then yeah 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 it's, it's all kinds of weird stuff it's like that. really weird and yeah but I, I think yeah i mean it's like once you get used to the city it's uh, it has its beautiful spots and it has the people are there are amazing man like yeah. shout out to all the cohort that I've been no, studying. None of them are listening to this. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'll make them listen. Yeah, I'll make them. <laughs> They're probably going to listen for the wrong reasons as well. It's like, who the hell are these motherfuckers? Goddamn Arabs. What, what the fuck is Bahrain? <laughs> what the fuck is Bahrain, yo? Is that Dubai? I love Dubai, man. Oh man, I always yeah. uh, always feel like uh, that's the one thing that people ask me whenever I was in the states is like, uh, especially people like from the black neighborhoods, it's like they're obsessed with Dubai. Yeah, I love that Dubai. Dubai. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a lot of I think a lot of rap videos are being shot in uh, Dubai. Uh, there are songs named yeah. after Dubai. Yeah, like, like I remember the last one was. Uh, and don't ask me how I know this. Uh, Tekashi sixty nine who. <laughs> Who, who just who just what the fuck is Takashi 69 is I, it 69 or 69 what is I, it I don't know I think no it goes knows. both ways I, I just man. know he's this funny troll yeah, and he he's, sings, a, fu- he's, he's a fucking he's snitch bro yeah. he's like Smash. he's like yeah. banned from like the rap community <laughs> <laughs> but dude and I saw this clip somebody sent me that was really funny where he's like People are calling him a snitch, and then he oh, it was Snoop that was calling him a snitch, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. and then he's watching. I think it was Keys or somebody from uh, Death Row Records, I can't remember who it was, but it was somebody was like basically talking about back in the day, and that Snoop was a snitch, and that he gave up everybody. <laughs> but he's just watching, like, mm. <laughs> okay, <laughs> the snitch is calling me a snitch, yeah. That right now, that like the rap community on Instagram is, is, is fucking hilarious, and I think at the forefront of it is 50 Cent. 50 Cent is that guy does the, not give a the shit, the biggest fucking troll yeah. on Instagram. Instagram, in like in shit. terms of the rap community. What is he doing, bro? He's just any. There's this. Her, the, <laughs> he filed for bankruptcy and he had like a court date or something, um, or he owed money or something like he had okay. a huge debt and he had a court date. And on one of his posts, he literally uh, put a bunch of like thousand dollar bills, like you know, stacks of money on top of each other, and it spelled out broke. <laughs> he took a fuck? picture. <laughs> Dude, there's no way he's broke. Huh? No, 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 not way. anymore. I mean, he did file for bankruptcy a while. This was like a couple of years yeah, ago. Yeah, a while ago. But there's yeah. no way that's real. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he's filing bankruptcy for a yeah, business yeah, or something yeah. else. But he, he has, has to have money. He has to have money somewhere that he's hiding. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Like, he's he's one of those guys that's like trying to act broke to sort of like relate to like other. Okay. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think that's what he's going for. Nah, Kalas, it's too late after that. What was he made millions and billions yeah, off man. of that vitamin water shit that he did. <laughs> Dude, this guy's loaded. Yeah, like whatever someone owes him money, like he made this huge fucking deal this one time about this girl that owed him money. So what he would do is he would post pictures of her to say like, "You owe me Give money. Me back Give me my fucking money." money. Yes. Yeah, he does that. He does it to some people like back in school. But I had some guy that basically took a CD or some shit, and he was like, "I'm gonna sue your ass if you don't." <laughs> he's he's hilarious, man. He's a he's a big fucking troll. Is that the new thing now, Nayani? You troll people like in the in the black community. You're just there. If you're funny, you're 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 in. As far I mean, as I think Instagram is becoming this tool of um, I don't know, like some kind of strange kind of activism where it's like they they they're just because uh, you. I mean, you can hold your own account as a celebrity and just post whatever the hell you want, especially if you know if you don't have a publicist or something. Or if yeah. your publicist doesn't care about it, then you can, you, can have, you can have this persona, and that's what 50 is doing. He's like, he's becoming this troll rapper. And Freddie Gibbs as well. I don't know if you've heard, if you guys heard about no. this guy, but his Instagram, he's, he's like this independent, you know, uh, rapper and whatnot. 
But his Instagram account is crazy, man. Like yeah, he like, makes fun of everybody. Like LL Cool J, like he he okay. was dissing him the other day. Is because like, LL Cool J is dropping this freestyle about Black Lives Matter and whatever. What in support of? Or, yeah, yeah, in okay. support of. And Obviously. then and, and he And then he makes fun of him. And then the next post is like, uh, yeah, this is the motherfucker who was singing about you know if you forgive the the chains we can forgive the you know the slave chains or whatever. Like he actually What? made a song like that. <laughs> and yeah, it's uh, yeah, people It's are weird times. Out of control, We're living man. in weird times. <laughs> is my mic weird? I sound really far away. I like, like I was, I was, I'm, I'm getting into like, I'm getting back into rap, and I, I, I was listening to all these diss tracks okay. uh, that that a lot of rappers had, and man, their beefs, like if you think about it, they're so fucking childish, they're so fucking childish, like he, he, he such like it just blows it out of proportion. But that's oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> That, that's part of the game, no? And then you have to kind of like know how to play the beef, play the drama, play everything else that goes with it. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, it's part of the whole system for them. Yeah, the, the funniest, <laughs> one of the funniest like beefs I think was Jay Z and Nas. <laughs> it went on for too long. It was like getting like, getting like really heated. But yeah, I mean, the 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 start of it was yeah, I mean, something. And what, I think it was Jay Z that sort of dis dis Nas as being like there's nobody. Right, and then Nas fires back, and then Jay Z fires back, and they made it into this whole big thing. Like, dude, I swear to God, Yanni, it, it doesn't really matter if Jay Z says you're nothing. <laughs> Man, the whole music industry is just f like the drama and the the fucking beef in it. I don't think there's been a real one since Biggie and Tupac. I don't think any of it is real. And even the yeah. fact, do you remember Ariana Grande when she uh, dumped uh, the comedian? What's his name? Um, um, Town Townsend? No, no, uh, the guy from SNL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she was dating him yeah, for a while, yeah, and he yeah, almost yeah. killed himself after Medicino. when that came out in my head I was like oh, yeah. dude I was like this guy Pete Davidson Pete that's Davidson, his name right yeah. I know which one you're talking about dude yeah. when when, she, when they did that I was, was still on radio in my head I was like okay she breaks up with him right and within weeks her fucking single comes out thank you next and he's mentioned in it I was <laughs> like either this is fake Or this motherfucker got set up hard from the very beginning. I was like, she just dated him, <laughs> like, did everything to just piss people off. Be like, yeah, why is she with him? Why is she with this guy? He's, oh, he's so funny. <laughs> it just it, releases it, a track. It just goes to show, like, it's probably, like, premeditated. Like, they, they probably had, like, an agreement yes. or something, you know? It, it, it's, not, it's not real. Like, like, um, like, you know, the whole Biggie and Tupac thing, it was, like, a real sort of beef where a lot of rappers from the East Coast and the West Coast were... Do you know how it's real? Do you know how I know it's real? How? Because motherfuckers died. Motherfuckers yeah. died. Yeah. It's real. <laughs> motherfuckers died. I mean, I, I think I think ever since then they realized they can use this and market music, and that's that's what they've been doing ever since. Like like now every rap battle, every beat, like the thing with Meek Mill and Drake and whatever happened with that. Yeah. No, I mean, they just use it to you know sell records. Yeah. Because it's just an easy way to sell. They're that. saying in Hain Takeshi six. Now I'm saying it like he's Japanese. Japanese, but I don't know. What. He's, he's apparently Mexican, by the way. I Puerto Rican, I think. Is I think it? he's Mexican. I think, I think so. Really? Is he? Probably, maybe. I well, don't he's know. Latino. Let's I don't want to be offensive. He's Latinx. So apparently he's um, he has connections to is it the Bloods or the Crips? can't remember. Does he? But 
It's it's the reason he got in jail and he snitched on those yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and you, you don't know if it's the Bloods or the Crips because he literally like his hair is a rainbow. He's got right? both of them. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he's covered every he's single covered angle. <laughs> but that's what's weird, Yanni man. Everybody was talking about the fact that Yanni, compared to back in the day, if you snitched, خلاص, your reputation is over. Yeah. You're done, and 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 everything from black culture in the states. All across the world, yeah, he snitches get stitches. Yeah, not so much for him. No, he's yeah. he's like marketing on the fact that he snitched. Yeah, he like, is. And he's like, and he snitched that way. They they went after my baby mama. And the guy's a kid. He's like what, twenty one years old or something like that. I don't, yeah. I don't, yeah, I, I don't know how old he is. He's like the weirdest looking motherfucker ever. Yeah, dude, like you should you like even <laughs> even a suit couldn't like make him look normal. No, nothing, nothing. He's an action figure waiting to happen. He's, he's like he's like a meth head, like you know, like the image for a meth head, like that. Yeah, yeah, looks yeah. Like. It's like sometimes I can't tell the difference between him and Post Malone. Like yeah. I, if you just <laughs> showed it really they all quickly, look the same. Yeah, I can't. I like these face tattoos, man. Him, I like it because he's bright, but he catches the eyesight. Almost. Yeah, yeah. And so when I focus in, I see the colors. I'm like, it's either a Skittles commercial or it's Takeshi Six Nine. That's what I feel like but when po- I watch. Post Malone's it. sort of like messy. I think. Yeah, yeah, Post Malone's just dirty. Yeah. Like I, mean, I can smell him when I look at the photo. Like he, if Post Malone showered, it looks like white trash. Like, he's something. Like a visual representation. Was, Christina of. Aguilera was the same thing. I'd see her and I could smell her. You know? What I, mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I could just smell you right there. But um, yeah, it's interesting, man. And they're saying you know, he's uh, he might get into shit with the guys he was he was running with. And those guys were real crime mafiosos. I mean, Yanni. I mean, yeah, like the biggest when Easy E beefed with Dr. Dre uh, after NWA sort of disbanded, right? The 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 main selling point for like why Easy E was dissing them was because he was calling them studio rappers or okay. studio gangsters rather, studio gangsters because like he's like you never you never you you never were an OG. You never, uh, you know, lived that gangster Nothing. life, right? Yeah. And Easy E, like, if there was anyone that would rap about the gangster life, it was him. He started his record company from the money he made selling drugs, hey, <laughs> right? Hey. Fab, um, yeah, they took that seriously. Yeah, uh, so I wouldn't be surprised if something happens to this guy. I, w- I wouldn't be surprised because he, he, I think he wanted street cred. I think he wanted legitimacy. He wanted to be, you know, the guy that actually ran with these fuckers. He wanted to be hard, yeah. Yeah, and I think what happened with him is they probably started shaking him down. <laughs> and they were like, you know, you're making mother- money, <laughs> motherfucker. You're making money off of our cred, being a part of our crew. <laughs> you better share the love. And maybe some of them were starting to ask for too much. Or they started shaking him down. Maserati. <laughs> <laughs> Something, somebody was touching that Maserati man way too many times, and, and, and he just got uncomfortable. And he was like, "I need to, I need to level out out of this," and he started like expanding past his uh, his old school street days, and maybe decided, you know what, it's time for me to go full Hollywood. Yeah, he really, yeah. he really embraced it. He yeah. released a new video recently, which uh, my sister made me watch. It was, it was, it's just butts, just, just butts. <laughs> this is all you can see, twerking. That's it. Yeah, but that's yeah, I mean, the, the, that's standard. By like what the last ten years that's been the case. It's it's, yeah. it's it's almost like he's trying to distract you from the shit music that he's making. What didn't Cisco do that first though? Cisco. <laughs> 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 I haven't heard that name. In I don't know what happened to him? I don't know, man. <laughs> he went blonde. Yeah, that's it. He, just, some headlines <laughs> like he died from an overdose of thongs. That's it. <laughs> One too many thongs, man. I feel like I feel like the 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 rapper that's trying to make a comeback, but he's trying he's he's finding it hard to do so is Eminem. Is he? Um, yeah, yeah, his, yeah, it's kind of. His, but his last one was kind of well received by his fans. It was all I mean, right. it wasn't my cup it of tea, right. but, mm. uh, but yeah. 
but yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, there's there's more room for like. Uh, you know this newer generation of rappers because Eminem just goes hard on like modern rappers and he was like dissing them yeah. and everything right but Yanni I don't think any of the songs on the last album that he released were classics you know it wasn't there's no stands there's no uh, all that Yanni yeah because he's he kind of got outdated and he's releasing the same kind of music a lot of them tell Yanni Meth and Snoop uh, Ice Cube the, the, that older generation yeah. are getting any fizzled out Tara. but there are some of them that are trying to reinvent themselves like snoop tried that a couple of times snoop yeah. lion each yeah. the snoop lion <laughs> thing is like he, a, he did a gospel album as well yeah so yeah and snoop tries to always break into whatever is relevant or at least makes other people that are new like he discovered little dicky no? i think yeah, that was yeah. the story or something like that and, and yeah he knows how to make people relevant he's a very good self-marketer self-promoter mm-hmm. but he knows how to stay in the game but i don't know like with with eminem I feel like the whole generation, I don't know, if, because I don't know shit about it. I'm not an expert when it comes to that that music scene. Mm-hmm. But it feels like gangster rap is not really the way it was. There's not that many people that relate to it. There's not that many yeah, because, people that... Because like right now, everything is harmonious. Gangs are getting along. And, and uh, Are they, though? Yeah, I know. Did you, you see that picture recently? There's like a... a I've been watching a, the news a lot. Yeah. <laughs> a, 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 <laughs> Things don't look harmonious. A, 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 a member of... Uh, like members from the Crips and the Bloods like tied their bands together. They were holding them up. Like in, in unity and solidarity. What over George Floyd? Yeah, or what? yeah over George yeah, Floyd. Yeah, of course, man. They should. Mm. They should. This is the part of it that I like. I like that the whole event is bringing people together like that, right? Yeah. And I'm sure it's genuine for a lot of people in that yeah. sense. But there's a lot of opportunists. So the, the the fact that the media is trying to, I, you can smell, and they want this to get worse than yeah, it, yeah. than it already is. Mm. So be, people are legitimately outraged. They're legitimately angry. They're they're they've had enough, and they're protesting like crazy. But then you'll see moments where like CNN or some other kind of news outlet will intentionally put something that flares up people. Mm-hmm. I can't remember where it was located at. It might have been somewhere in Minnesota. But there were these guys that were protecting their property. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were standing in front of their store and they were all armed with guns. Yeah, yeah I saw that. I you saw, saw that photo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so initially, apparently, they cropped it out. And you could only see the white guys that were there. But mm-hmm. then somebody showed the, the full thing and you could see that there's a black guy there as well. And when they asked them in an interview, like, hey, what are you guys doing? They were actually in support of the protest. They were in support about everything that was going on. They were just like, we don't want people trashing our place. Because you have to understand, yeah, the, the 1992 LA riots are still fresh in a lot of people's minds. Yeah. And there was a lot of looting, uh, especially towards like m- minority communities like the Koreans. Yeah, yeah. You know, the classic Korean black dynamic started because of the whole LA riot thing. Yeah. That yeah. was like the video with the woman that was like pointing at the Indians. He's like, these Arab motherfuckers <laughs> were AK-47 standing outside. Is <laughs> a Muslims. Is <laughs> Muslims. I'm out here Facebook Live on 75th and Stony across the street. They let these people come outside with their AK-47s. AK-47s to protect their stuff. From black people, they ready to kill black people. The Arabs, the fake ass Ramadan motherfuckers, they got M16s, AK, with they peoples out here. Everything, y'all. Look at this shit. They got motherfucking AKs out here. And I'm going to get my cousin that's a police officer right now and ask him, are they legally able to carry these motherfucking guns like this? I need to know. 
I need to know if they legally able to. I, see, I don't think they have the right to stand out here. And I was like, she, I just, she planted the, the seed. She dude, was the one that planted the seed. First of all, they're not Arabs. And this is what's funny to me. It's like they're not Arabs. They're probably Indians or something else because they're standing in front of the quickie marks. <laughs> yeah. And and, and, and I don't even know if they had AKs with that, but obviously they can do that because it's yeah. their property. They, they want to make sure that they don't want to harm anybody, but they're letting them know, please just don't fuck with us. Mm. We're standing here and, and everybody's like on alert. Things are going to another level. But I just love it when black people... Well, sometimes we'll say <laughs> like we're, we're also black people and then when it's not convenient we're not black people <laughs> when it's about Dubai it's a different it's a story, story. <laughs> then we're black people <laughs> but yeah that's, man I, I, I swear I just want to because I know we're laughing about the whole thing but it is it is disgusting what happened with George oh yeah with everybody very else. very very disgusting yeah and you've never got not, not with Trayvon not with anything that happened before were you able to see it that clearly yeah that caught on film mm-hmm. with it, the fucker's evil eyes just standing on his, his head it's sort of like the modern day Rodney King thing yeah right like yeah. remember when they released that the video beating. yeah the yeah. beating yeah 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 and that was not even like close up. That was like yeah. a long distance shot. Yeah. And I think that's the thing. Like it's it's really different right now. I mean, everyone's been saying, "Oh, hasn't this been happening?" You know, like for hundreds of years. But I think what's changed now is that everyone's got a phone in their hand; they can record. Yeah. And that's really changing a lot of things. Like especially when you were talking about how the media is spinning a lot of things, and then you get these you know recordings on someone's phone. It's like I'm literally there, and yeah. this is yeah. what's happening. And you can see the guy yeah. looking at him. Like I don't care. Yeah. Watch me. Watch me kill this exactly. person. Yeah. And you know something? I, like, <clears throat> I don't think that the whole rioting and looting thing is as bad as, like, the media makes it out to be. I don't believe what the media tells me because, like, it's a... It's, yeah, you see it everywhere. Man, there's some weird shit, though. Okay, there's some weird shit. Have you right? seen the bricks that show up out of nowhere? Have you guys seen this? What bricks? There are people... You go to the, some of these sites and riots in, like, L.A. and stuff, and, you, and before the riot even starts, there are just pallets of bricks that are being laid out and left oh, for yeah, people. Yeah. Like, there's a whole conspiracy theory about these bricks. Yeah, they're going to they're be like, oh, the, the government put them there. Somebody put yeah. them there. And I, they, saw, I saw a picture of this guy selling bricks in the middle of the protest. <laughs> I don't know if that's real. I can't I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, like this guy's me, an Arab. Let me profit from my this My friend, right my friend, black people. No, no, black no. people, come. I will send you this one. Black people. <laughs> We were laughing about that video, man. I love it. That oh, guy, yeah. I'll never forget dude, it. Guy, his face. <laughs> Funny he, he's shit. like the weirdest looking dude ever. He's so weird. Right? For people that don't know what we're talking about, the guy sent me a video. I'm a did specifically in the in the chat. It was uh, so I don't know who this guy is. He's apparently not not known. I thought he was a public figure. Yeah. No, he's not. I don't want to out him, but he's the perfect example of other people. Like this is a thing that's going on in the states legitimately. Okay, people are angry at this, but for some reason, like people from halfway around the world, for Saudi and I don't know where else. <laughs> are trying to sympathize in the most obviously like disconnected way possible of trying to gain traction or attention and showing love. and he's just like he's going, oh the black people oh please with the dramatic music in the background as well oh my god and oh then he drops the n-bomb as well oh my god <laughs> it's, it's dude and i don't get it and it's, he's not he's not the only one there's like just, this trend right just now just to make this clear he was sympathizing with them and he drops the n-bomb at yes. the same time listen anyway. I'm, I'm fucking gonna clip this right here right in this yeah. part this is where the video is going to drop in to killing black people no white killing black people no white killing black people stop killing nigga 
Stop killing black people. We are human. We are people. George, we will not forget you. Stop killing black people. Stop killing black people. Please. And yeah, it's like there's this trend right now, especially in the Middle East, of people trying to be, you know, in support oh of this, and they're doing it in the most horrible ways. Have you seen the the actress with the who did the blackface? Yeah, thing? No. yeah, oh my that's God. really bad. Oh, I don't, man, I no. don't understand it. And just to make it clear, so we're fair to her, apparently I saw the original <laughs> photo, and that she didn't literally put on makeup and stuff, but she took a photo of hers or something, and then made it black, blackified it, right. black exploitation it. It's exactly. not any different. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing. <laughs> if you think about it, it's worse. Yes. It's lazier. <laughs> she didn't even bother like you putting didn't it on. Nothing. Didn't own it. Now that you say it, it's it's super perfect. What do you mean? Like like the whole like image. Yeah. Right. It looks yeah. really clean. Weird. And perfect. Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't like something that she did on her own. There's always some it's it's really there. weird, man. Because uh, Yanni, we know this for a fact. Like, obviously, you can support this cause. You can support the 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 the, the sentiment behind it. You want to bring people together. You want to bring awareness to this whole thing. Even though I'm pretty sure people are aware by now. Yeah. And the biggest issue is get people actually doing something in legislation. But when you're part of the rest of the world, and and this is why I said to you earlier about my friend who sent me a petition. I was like, I'm I'm, I'm from Bahrain. I'm from the Middle East. Why would I sign a petition to a country that I don't exist in? Because it's not my place to vote for it. I'd encourage people to do it. Yeah. I'd show my help and support in any way I can. I'd maybe send money. But I don't think that this this shameless, like, listen, I'm so in love with black people. Mm-hmm. I love you now. Just because it's trending on the news and you want to fucking get on hashtags. Yeah, I mean, see, I think that's the biggest uh, criticism that we have towards the uh, uh, um, Arab community uh, in regards to, like... Um, having their say in, in what's going on in America is because they're not consistent. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't feel like it's genuine. No, okay, it's not. Some people, some people, okay, like, fine. Like, the, I know some people who are active on Twitter, you know, in regards to other countries, Palestine, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, yeah. So it's really consistent with their yeah, There are activist right? activists, yeah. Right? But there are people, there's a lot of people that are not genuine. No, they're just, opportunists. They're just jumping on the yeah. fucking bandwagon. What's it called? A performative uh, support or something. Yeah, or and I, you yeah. remember I got, I put up that Instagram thing for the Blackout Tuesday. Yeah. And, and I put it up. The, I put a, a definition of uh, of virtue signaling. And some people made some interesting points. They're like, okay, aren't you being contrarian? Or Hadefa uh, said something funny. I, I like that one. That was the most honest one, where he was like, uh, look, information signaling. And I'm showing off how much information I might know about this definition. Fair enough. But I was giving a legitimate criticism about the fact that there were people in the Black Lives Matter movement that that very same night when people were posting the black on Instagram, they were like, stop posting it. You're putting it on the hashtag Black Lives Matter and you're blocking out people's ability to communicate. Like they were trying yeah. to send signals like mm. the whole time. And there was this conspiracy theory that came out where people were saying this was done on purpose. So you could just jam up the, the whole hashtag mm. and you'd see nothing. If you try to communicate, put vo- videos out, put photos, you wouldn't be able to get to them because it's just like miles and miles of seeing black. Mm. And Yanni, honestly, isn't that the laziest way to support a cause? Like, in my opinion, like I know the sentiment is good, but Yanni, yeah. what, what, I, I mean, I, I get what you're, I get what you're saying, but I think, I mean, the way I understand it is that let's, you know, spread this as far as we can. And I, th- I think at this point, everyone in the world knows. We know. 
pretty much man. know what's going on. Like it's happened a million times. At <clears throat> but this point. but but to be honest, man, like I know people who are so close to me right now that have no idea, like how you know racist the states can be. Like how like they they still think it's a conspiracy that you know there's race that that racism exists, let, right. let alone in their own countries. Right. So like that, I think at least if this message is gonna you know. Help those ignorant people like understand that oh there is racism in the current modern age. But what Maybe. is that? I don't know. Like look, I like the idea yeah. of spreading the awareness, and I understand that the awareness is important. Like for especially for our part of the world, the awareness is important because there are like we said the racist motherfuckers. Like there, <laughs> they they opportunistically jump on the whole thing to say I love black people. I love the and then then mama, please get me a whiter girl. I don't right. Want everyone's yeah. Oh everyone's been God, everyone's yeah. been saying that. That's the one. That's that's the one everybody knows. I'll be like, Jesus. Man, I'm not going to mention who this is, but he knows exactly who he is if he's watching this, right? And, and he's a guy that uh, from uh, from our people. And <laughs> he's he's met a girl that he really likes, okay? Really, really likes. And uh, he was like, oh, we get together. We're, we're, we're having fun. We have a lot of things we click in. And he's not the kind of guy that easily, like, will go out there and, and meet people. So for him, it was this amazing opportunity to meet this girl in Bahrain. And lo and behold... The first complaint that comes out of his mouth, and this is way before George Floyd, okay, just to let you know, okay, the first complaint, she's a bit dark. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That was the way he said it. And Jesus. in my head, I was like, I was like, what? Come on, man. Seriously? I mean, what's, where is this coming from? And then I see a photo, and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> like, in my head, I'm like, I'm going to see this beautiful Nubian woman that maybe, like, she's from Sudan or somewhere like that that he's yeah. going to have a problem with. But it's just even the lightest bit of dark. I mean, what is? Oh, where is geez. the standard of like of, of pickiness coming from here? It's like, this, it's, like it's, it's as if yeah, I mean, they've been surrounded by white people all their lives. Exactly. What exactly. Yeah. What 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 have you person? Looked, have you looked in the mirror recently? And some of these guys are dark motherfuckers. <laughs> I and mean, where where is this coming from, dude? Anna, I I promise you, I've looked into this, and I want to want to relate this to a lot of people that are probably going to be going, "Oh my God, why are they talking about race relations in that way in the Middle East?" I'm saying it because there's a lot of people that assume, and because we're dark skinned. We're a, um, a bit more accepting of race and race relations than the white people. On Man, the, on the no. contrary, no, 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 we're not. No, like, we can, started this thing. Yeah, we can. Yeah. I can <laughs> Pretty much, I, I can safely say that there's a lot of people getting called out on Twitter about or, or like the, the Arab uh, society as a whole. They're like, you guys are fucking racist, except. Yeah, okay, you might not be that racist against black people, but you're racist against other other people. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think I think the word racism has been associated a lot towards black people, right? That people sort of tend to forget that racism is not associated with one race, it's no. associated with many. No. They say that usually when when someone is Ansari, then he's usually talking about black people. Yeah. Right? Uh, they they discount the fact in the, you know in the Gulf we're racist towards everyone anything that's different anything that's different and I would say like on we categorize people we do we, we do, do. Yeah. and on the scale of like racism like black people are on the bottom of the list when it comes to uh, who we're racist I, against I don't know if that's true but I know they're bottom and as you know what I low mean, tier right? so like so like Yanni um, we were racist against Indians Bangladeshis you know South Asians uh, yeah. all that that's, yeah, yeah exactly that's, that's, that's what I mean that's more prominent in yeah. GCC rather than you know with, with black people 
right? But yani, uh, the, <clears throat> the problem is uh, you're getting a lot of these Khalijis who are supporting the whole Black Lives Matters movement and whatever. But you know, he goes to the coffee shop and he talks about the Indians yeah. with Bengali and what is you know, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, you know, it's like there's a complete disconnect. <laughs> exactly, <in it>. exactly. <laughs> that, that hypocrisy, I think, yeah, people are doing a good job in calling Beca- it out. I'll tell you what it is. It's because it's there. It's far away and it's in another country and it's another yeah, country's yeah. politics. I was tell- talking to the guys about this earlier. I was saying, and it's really easy for other countries to weigh in on the politics of another country. But then for some reason, if the Americans do it to us, we're like, stay the fuck out of our politics. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I understand. They're very loud and brash as a country and America tends to just project their problems onto everybody and we're like watching this drama unfold so we're going to comment on it mm. that's fine but what I have an issue with is like yani, that Bahraini guy that's been doing the reporting <laughs> oh from God. the streets where is he in? Dude, oh I'm glad he brought that fuck up fuck me man <laughs> seriously okay this guy and I know everybody that's listening or watching the show from behind you probably saw this guy he's been doing like on the streets reporting I don't even know if you can call it reporting but I'm not going to judge because this show is bullshit as well <laughs> You are the man! Yeah, Mansourin! Mansourin! When Nasser Allah! Mansourin! When Nasser Allah! Mansourin! When Nasser Allah! We are the people! We are the people! We are the people! If you do anything, I will record you. I have this evidence, okay, guys? We love you. We love Berlin. We love you, all of you. What's up, brother? What are you doing here? What are you doing? I, uh, yeah, I am with you guys. Yeah. How are you? Good, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Awesome. Awesome. Today, we have the best of but he's there he's fucking filming every his black people and it's like, hey, my brother, my brother, my brother. It's like this guy's having fun. He's it's like having he's a, fun. He's, he's at a party or something. Dude, this is like a serious moment, oh, and, and people are trying to be serious about this. And I, he's and he's just like, yeah. I feel so awkward watching him because I, I mean, it's probably because you know we're both Arabs, and I'm like, why are you doing this? <laughs> it's like, stop! Don't do that. He, he wants to be part of it. He's yeah, so he's happy like desperately yeah. wants to be like you know part of that cause yeah, yeah and uh, and it's and i can feel like the people around him are like what the, what the fuck is this guy doing like, who are you man? you sort of feel like the the audience that's watching him like i feel like they're all like weirded out like what the fuck is this mo- yeah, what is he doing yeah yeah i don't think for, for for us and people like us that in the middle east Anna, i personally believe in it maybe it's a type of boredom because we we're so used to things not changing everything is yeah. very much stable we try to keep things as stable as possible as a po- policy we avoid conflict at any cost of khalij in the middle east so things stay stagnant so mm. i feel like there's this inner desire when things go to shit <laughs> where yeah. like, yeah! <laughs> like do you even know what's happening there are aliens coming <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm happy you brought up the you brought up the concept of change because this is a question i wanted to ask any 
is it really going to change? Like with the whole like George Floyd rioting thing, is it really going to change? Like a like a definite noticeable change. I, I th- do you think it'll, it'll happen? Do you know what I look? I I think in the long term. Okay, there's no. You can't tell me that people don't already know that there's not an overwhelming support for this kind of movement for this kind of cause. Mm. Yani, literally, the guys. Then people don't say this, but the president, President Trump. Issued an order, take them, arrest them, prosecute them, charge them. All the guys that are involved have been prosecuted and charged. So everything that people are rioting about right now, they're writing about the system. They're trying to show a nanny this is a systemic problem. And they're not even saying and it's a race problem. They're saying it's basically a, a police brutality mm-hmm. as a problem as a whole is an issue. Then because cops, you can't easily prosecute them. Even if you charge them. Even if you go through with everything. The problem is if a cop can even prove for a minute that he felt that he was threatened, mm-hmm. mm. he can be acquitted. Because I can't remember what the law is, but there's a specific law that says if he's even slightly threatened, or feels threatened in any way, then he has justifiable cause to be that violent. Plus, like I, th- I think like throwing a cop in jail is, is, like, is literally endangering his life. Well, um, I don't know if that's a part of it. I'm sure it plays a role, mm. but I'm just saying any th- why it's so not, difficult I'm not, for. I'm not, I'm not sympathizing, by the way, with, with with those cops. I'm just saying any as a general concept. And if you throw them in jail, yeah, yeah, they're, they're gonna get killed. Listen, uh, whether you, whether they get killed or not, nobody gives a fuck at that point. Okay, they, mm. uh, whatever happens to them happens to them. Mm-hmm. I, I think in the, if you're that kind of a sluzzy scumbag, you have that kind of like premeditated thought where you're choking somebody out, mm. and you know everybody that's watching this can understand what you're doing, they can see it. He knows there are fucking body cams on the other cops. Mm. And there is footage of their body yeah. cams and everything that's happening. So you can't tell me that he doesn't know what he's doing. Mm. And you can't tell me that the other cops couldn't have stopped him. Now there's two problems to this whole thing. And in the cops in the States, in the police culture, there is a lot of like solidarity. Because cops feel like they are, they do go through a lot of instances and a lot of problems where nobody else relates to it. The kind of stress and anxiety that they go through. So they feel like, oh, you have to protect me because I'm going to protect your back yeah. when people try to throw you <laughs> under the bus. Mm. And there are cops that are tossed under the bus for a lot of other political bullshit, mayors, district attorneys, stuff like that. So cops have that fraternity that they're so scared about breaking. Mm. It's kind of like the snitches get stitches thing. Yeah. So it's going to take a lot to break that. Maybe that's what's going to happen. I think with like everything that's gone down now, I think this is probably the turning point for cops within themselves to be like, you know what? No, mm-hmm. fuck this. This is. I think. I think. Uh, to to relate it to a film, Training Day is a good example of that. Yes. Yeah. yeah exactly. Denzel Washington. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Training Day, I think, is a good example of like, okay, he sort of put up, put up with him, put up with him, put up with him until at the end he was like, no. You fuck can't. This guy. Yeah. You can't. At some point, you have to say in the the. The problem has to come from within the culture, Yanni, from training, from everything. things. But what pisses me off, man, is that the problem I have with this lazy hashtag activism mm. is in that it very rarely translates to legislation. Yeah. So people should be, especially in the States, and I'm going to criticize Americans for this. It's good for canceling shows, but I think that's just the, <laughs> the limit of, of it. Like, yeah. You can't make, even the shows, at some point, corporations are going to figure out you're full of shit. Mm. And uh, you're not the majority. Mm. But when it comes to cops and stuff like that, you have to give a shit about your local politics. Yani, if you're just going to do a hashtag and you're going to put up a black image on Instagram, fair enough. But how about going the extra step and care about who's your district attorney? Yeah. Who's the person that's going to be able to prosecute the cops? Are they being funded? Are they being supported? Do you give a shit about your city? 
the majority of Americans can't even fucking tell if what their government is made up of. And I understand because they don't have a belief in the system and the way it works. But if fucking Trump can get elected, right. your yeah. system has power. Yeah, yeah. You can't in one way say it doesn't matter. I don't have any power. I don't have any control. And then when they try to kick this fucker out, nobody can. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are saying that this is a conspiracy to get Trump to sort of extend his uh, uh, term. Or the people that are pulling out the pallets, yeah, I mean, the brick pallets. He, the even, he even, he even, I wouldn't be surprised. He, if even it's him. In, he even indicated, like, I'm a wartime president, right? Yeah, but he hasn't gotten in any wars. He's talking about internal yeah, war, right? yeah, the civil war. He's, civil try, war. he's trying to push it, like, like you know, because obviously wartime presidents, there's no room for elections or whatever. Do you know? Go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, but, but everyone's saying that this is just an excuse to, for him to stay in office for like another year or six months. I, I think his ego doesn't allow, won't allow him to step down as a president or get like, uh, or lose the ele- the next election. Well, let, let me put you this, the, like I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Okay, I don't want anybody to think of supporting Trump, but let's assume this scenario. Okay. What if you, if you push a president, and he was a bit of an asshole, he's a bit of a dick, he's definitely out to make his own money and make out his own policies, but he's generally not Hitler. But if you kept pushing him, and he kept saying Hitler, 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 and he kept putting out all these accusations and putting him through prosecutions for like the Russia Gate thing that turned out to be just complete bullshit, all this stuff that you've just piled on, piled on, piled on, and you as the media have polarized the country, red versus blue, red versus blue, red versus blue. Mm. Aren't you kind of creating your own self-prophecy at this point? Mm. And that you're manifesting into the world the thing you want to see? Because he could have been the president that doesn't say those words, right? He yeah. prosecuted the, the cops, yeah. told them to go after the cops. If he had just stopped there, he would have been fine. Mm. But something in him made him say, fuck you guys. When the looting starts, the shooting starts. So he's talking about a nanny. If anybody thinks of challenging me, I'm going to wave my dick. <laughs> you've, you've made it. like You know this fucking guy. You know he's a fucking idiot and he can't help waving his yeah. dick. So I mean, why, even, why even push it? But I, th- but I think that's, you know, like, I, I think this, that's just the nature of how these things progress. Like, you know, it, it's like when you pull a cat's, you know, tail, or this is just going to jump, you know? Like, I, I think, um, I, I, like, uh, as Matrick was saying earlier, like, do you think things are going to actually, you know, change? Or, but these things are gradual. Like, you know, these, you know, these protests and these riots, that's, that's just the nature of, uh, what happens when uh, the people feel like there, you know, there's some kind of injustice that has happened and that yeah. can affect the, the entire country? And uh, I think people being in support of that could possibly lead to some kind of change. But um, as far as Trump is concerned, I mean, that's just exactly what you said. You know, that's how he is. He's yeah. that's how he reacts. He, he, but then again, that's how general populations, at least in that kind of you know democratic system, that's how they would react if they felt some kind of injustice. Um, so I, I think it's just a natural progression of events. You know, you yeah. know what I blame? Like, like there's been a lot of uh, instances in recently and in recent years of, of cops killing uh, black teenagers or, you know, just black people in general. Um, and the reaction hasn't been this harsh. Um, yeah, sure, there were people going out and, and protesting Black Lives Matter and everything, but not like to the point where it reaches like, oh, we're going to bur- bur- burn down a fucking police uh, station yeah, in they Minnesota, did it. right? Yeah. Um, I, I think part of it, I think COVID is to blame. <laughs> you know what? 
It, I, I, that is. No, no, hear me out. No, I agree with you there. Yeah. Like, the whole quarantine thing, lockdown, people are frustrated. People just want to. Yeah, like, I just want to fucking go out. Right? <laughs> like, you I know just want to go out. I can't party. I'm going to go out and I'm going to burn shit. Okay, let's do it. Dude, this is what I'm saying when I, th- I think, and a lot of people, when they believe in conspiracies, they go to the movie level of conspiracy where everybody's got everything planned intricately and perfectly. Yeah. I don't believe in that shit, but I do believe in people that are opportunistic. So if you knew, right, if you knew this footage was going out there and you've been trying to get something against Trump this mm-hmm. whole time and you're like, he's going to lose it. We've been hearing rumors about him being angry and getting more annoyed, getting more annoyed. Kind of like how Hitler got incrementally worse the more he lost the war, right? Yeah. The worse things got for him, the worse he would get. The yeah. more like double down he would be on his dickishness, right? Mm-hmm. If you knew that was the kind of personality you were dealing with, and you know everybody's stressed out, they're locked in, they're fucking dealing with COVID, they can't see each other, they can't see their family, they can't see their friends, they can't have fun, they can't smoke up if they want to outside, all this bullshit they have to deal with, right? You're pissed off, and then this video comes out, and you see this cop strangling a guy for eight minutes, Mm -hmm. and it's the most vicious, brutal injustice that you cannot explain in any other way. People can, I waited a week. To see if there's any information that comes out before I comment on it. And no, it is clear as day this guy is getting murdered by a cop. Mm. You see that. You get angry. You start to riot. You start to get annoyed. And then there's some pallet of bricks. (laughs) (laughs) Just sitting there. That's the fucking conspiracy. If there ever was a conspiracy, it's not the process before. It's the motherfucker that went... How much do bricks cost? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put throw a few. some bricks out there. I'm gonna throw a few. Let's see if Trump gets so like he needs to wave his dick so much that he might actually ask for the, the National Guard to come in and do something stupid. <laughs> Just see um, he pulled a, a Kim Jong un. Trump, where he went to his bunker, but apparently he was just oh, yeah. inspecting the bunker. <laughs> Check this out. He never wants to admit to anything. Like, if there's ever been a guy that that has the same kind of like, do you know, like we have this Asian pride sometimes, Ali? We never admit if we fucking got annoyed. He he can't. He can't admit it. Like, if you noticed how there's, he 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 can't. Yeah, yeah, admit it. Like. If you noticed how there's some people that put pictures of him like and they're like, oh, look, he's, he's not wearing a mask, a, f- a face mask and everything. Yeah. And then somebody had looked back. They, was like, they were showing me proof. They're like, look, his staff were mar- wearing the, the N65 masks or whatever, the COVID mm. like masks. And then they stopped wearing them. They were saying that Trump got so annoyed that people were criticizing him for not wearing a mask that <laughs> nobody around him was allowed to wear a mask. <laughs> Tiny mushroom dick syndrome. He's like a kid in a you know, he like is. an old man's body. That's it's what so he is. weird, man. I don't get laid, nobody gets laid. <laughs> that kind of shit. It is so fucking weird, man. It is so weird. And and this whole situation is like kind of a crazy thing. Did you see uh, a recent video of Trump where uh, before he got elected, there were these two interviewers asking him about the Bible. No. Oh my God, bro! It's um, this is why you gave the, the speech about the space and everything no, else. No, 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 no. This was before his presidency. Uh, it was oh, okay. uh, during the campaign, right? All right. And uh, this <laughs> this interviewer asked him, "What's your favorite verse from the Bible?" All of it. <laughs> I love the Bible. <laughs> no, no, no. What is it? Well, I think, I think, I think it, it, it's very personal. It's a very personal matter for oh, me to it? talk about the Bible. <laughs> 
<laughs> How dare you ask me that question? <laughs> and like, and like, I'm not, I'm not gonna recite any verse. It's very personal. And then the guy uh, like asks him, "Okay, are you an Old Testament or a New Testament guy?" And then Trump pauses for like two seconds. Two seconds, like both, both <laughs> of them, any of them, all of them. I like both. I love it. it's the best thing. <laughs> it's like you know, this guy has never read the Bible. Never has. <laughs> nope. This guy, and he's he's an opportunistic motherfucker. And I feel like every now and then. I, you know what I think he does? I think psychologically, I think he bullshits a lot. And I'm sorry, oh, sorry, <laughs> dude, don't start writing. Okay, it's not Baltimore <laughs> for fuck's sake. <laughs> going back to it, I think I think in some some sense of his own being, Trump has like um, I think he has this thing where he lies, right? He bullshits, and then he honestly does tell the truth. And I think he's one of these bullshitters that will will lie. And then when he does tell the truth and nobody believes him, he gets annoyed. Yeah, I mean, the boy who cried wolf, basically. Yes. I think it's either that or he's really pathological and he kind of believes his own lies. That so, might be true. So everything right? that he says, think he thinks that it's true, like whether it's truth or lies. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah, because it, it was a time where he was like, like he, spite, he spots off stuff he watches. So I'm sure he watches like YouTube videos for conspiracies and like he was watching Alex Jones for a very yeah. long time. <laughs> And he does have this thing where he's like, I don't want to listen to the opposite viewpoint. And I get it. By the way, some of the things he says about CNN, honestly, man, they're fucking full of shit as well. Like he he knows the media inside and out. He knows that they have a a habit of just misreporting things on purpose. We've seen them do it not just to him. We've seen him do it to other people. We've Mm. seen them do some hypocritical bullshit. We know it for a fact. It doesn't stop both things from being true. Him being a lying ass, you know, and them misrepresenting him every now and then. Fox News. Fox News, yeah. yeah. But Fox News has been odd, man. <laughs> yeah, they've been like owning I, up to shit. I feel like I feel like like with Fox News, they've been through so much shit. Like with them supporting Trump, like they're just like, okay, we're gonna take a step back on this whole writing thing. Okay, here's <laughs> yeah, the, here's Deborah with the clouds. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like they, they, they <laughs> surprisingly enough, Yanni, this is what I mean. Like this on this issue, this one George Floyd issue, the p- police brutality. Nobody has criticized it. Like, even fucking Rush Limbaugh, man. You remember Rush Limbaugh? He was the conservative guy before there was anybody else. And he went on uh, The Breakfast Show uh, with uh, DJ Envy and uh, Charlemagne. I I can't remember what the girl's name is. Now I'm going to be called Big Boy. Sexist. What? No, no, no. No, that's not okay. But The Breakfast Club, Yanni, predominantly the number one radio show in, in the States. Uh, they they represent everything from you know entrepreneurial issues and everything else to like you know getting uh, getting into America and you know making your way and also the obviously the aspect of black culture in the states and he goes on the show and they're challenging him left and right the whole time and he just goes listen I'm not against this whole thing I am completely you know disgusted by this Sorry, whole I just event just remembered something about Charlemagne <laughs> keep going on. <laughs> keep that in your head because there's always a Charlemagne moment that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> And he keeps going. He's like, I'm not. This guy's a, a vicious monster. And he d- needs to be prosecuted and put in jail. And this whole thing is right. like this. So like a fucking Rush Limbaugh says that. I, I, don't, know, I don't know what the other guys like. This is the point. It's like everybody it. agrees, man. Everybody's on board with this yeah, whole thing. Because I don't think because there's nothing in. I mean, the footage is so obvious that you just can't deny anything that's going on. It's I, just all so plain. I bet obvious you there's there. one guy. Like I bet you there's one like PR spin doctor from the media is like I can 
I can spin this. <laughs> I can make. They it just spin. let me. Because I the, swear to God, there were people that were trying to do that, man. There were there were people. I think it was Crowder. Stephen Crowder was a Republican like YouTuber. He's the biggest I think channel on YouTube, and he he was bringing up stuff like um, that F George Floyd had a record, and he had done some really fucked up shit what? before he went to jail. Yeah. So apparently it's true, but if the guy redeems himself and he's he's been known to be a good guy ever since he's and then lost his job because of COVID, mm. and are you gonna hold that against him? I think, I think regardless of anything, no one deserves to be you know no. stepped on like that. No, sure regardless of what you did, exactly. No, Jesus, regardless no. of what you did, like there's no excuse for that at all. No, you no. know with, with the whole um, rioting and protests that are going on in the states right now the, the reason I'm, I'm being really cynical about the whole change aspect of it is because i recently rewatched american history x um did you watch that yeah that's yeah. edward norton right? yeah and, he gets and, raped yeah that's yeah. what i remember <laughs> <laughs> traumatized by that right <laughs> traumatized by white supremacy <laughs> so like so like yeah, he, american history x is a very smart movie in that regard in a sense where it takes one guy from one extreme he was a neo-nazi and he goes to jail and he gets like literally raped by his own people yeah right and he comes out of jail being all sympathetic towards everyone and accepting and everything and then towards the end his brother gets killed by a black guy yeah, right yeah and in the post credits scene you can hear like the the what's it called the the shaving machine yeah yeah like yeah, you can yeah, hear yeah. it like he's shaving his head again and everything so my question is okay let's just see like if something happens in the states um like people all of a sudden get all lovey-dovey and the, the, the grass is green and the roses are out and the sun is shining how much of a shaky foundation is that going to be put on and in, in terms of is there going to be like okay it's going to happen it's going to go on for a year or two and then there's going to be one event by one asshole black or white okay um that's just going to crack everything and and everything is going to go back to the way it was you mean like with the white supremacists and everything else yeah yeah well that's why i say it's yeah you're you're kind of you're creating your own prophecy if you keep playing up the race issue the race issue the race issue because there's a lot of people that say it's is not a black on white thing is going to be concrete that's yes. why yeah. yeah but this is the thing there's that's why there's a lot of people who criticize race baiters and people that make it into a black and white thing when actually they say that it's a, <laughs> it's a status thing so the, the people that are the 1%, the people that have all the money, they have all the power, they have all the wealth, and it's then you know, the rest of the people at the bottom that gets they, they suffer the same thing. So like, there's a lot of people that are white meth heads, and there's a lot of people that are poor white people mm. that are going through the exact same shit. They're going through the police brutality, and that's why some people are saying this is not a black-white thing, this is a police brutality thing. Mm. And there's a lot of people that deal with the same bullshit. It doesn't matter, yet. And you know, I'm, I'm happy that there are people that say that. Because I think I think uh, yeah, the people who really want to make it a race thing, uh, at least this time around, are being shut down. Yeah. So there's like one common enemy, which is police brutality, and um, you know, um, a lot of ethnicities in the states can get on board with that. And yeah. There's a common enemy. We're going to unite against that common enemy to sort of eradicate it, right? It's not a. Uh, it's not like uh, Rodney King. No. Yeah, was yeah. like yeah, that, 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 I'm really glad that people are are sort of making that a point. And then you have this other thing, man, with like 
I, I'm happy that this has become a topic that people are discussing more freely and it's becoming more nuanced. The conversation is becoming more real, more in-depth. But there's also this other thing that people keep misrepresenting, which is they make it seem like black people in the States, black culture is this one monolith. And that it, it's all of them think the same thing. They're all on the same side about different issues. Like, motherfucker, there's Kanye, okay? He doesn't, he, he doesn't yeah. do anything that anybody and, else... And I think that in itself is... You know, part of racism as well, where you think that this group of people acts the same way and that group exactly. of people doesn't. Exactly. If, if anything, like, I, I love it when, like, black comedians make fun of, like, white people habits, like, the way they dance and everything. If anything, it's <laughs> white people that are the same and black people that are more diverse. <laughs> but, but yeah, but I, I think going going back to your point, I mean, I'm, I don't, I, I know what you're saying when you're, you know, when you're talking about how, you know, this is a systemic issue, it's not only a race issue. But I think it's hard to deny that, um, you know, at least from my experience in the States as well, it's hard to deny that, it's hard to say that, it, you know, black people are, aren't the ones that are more likely to be, you know, uh, you know arrested or are, are yeah. more likely to be treated that way. Because yeah. that's, and I, and I think that's part of the issue. So what you're saying is right. I mean, it is a systemic issue, but I think racism does play, you know, a huge role in this as well. I think, I think like there's you know these statistics of you know black people are more likely to be stopped on you know and on the road just because of you know yeah. they're being suspected because they're they're you know color so that's the strange thing about you know what I couldn't figure out when I was over there is how could this still exist like how could that whole mentality of oh you're a different color like how could that still exist yeah 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 i think i think a lot of that is pre-built into the, the fears obviously and the stress and the anxiety some cops go into so it's not a, it's not a coincidence that when you go on you know some some certain neighborhoods like baltimore or anywhere else chicago detroit uh, you'll find black on black crime is very high mm -hmm. you'll find those areas you know they're, they're they don't get as much funding with police support the police themselves are on edge okay and obviously they're going to have this prejudice built in based on a narrative in their head. And you don't even know the kind of training these fuckers get anyway, yeah. psychologically screened or anything else. Mm -hmm. And there is something to be said that that's even the level of stress that they go through is not an excuse. Because I love this one point somebody brought up that was in the military. And some people that I know that are in the military in Bahrain, they, they shared this viewpoint with me because it's been going around. And they're talking about how if you look at the military and their operations in the Middle East... They used to have this policy where it was like they're stressed out, they're going through all this stuff, they have anxiety built up, and then you know they don't have to think about what's right and what's wrong. They just go into a situation, you know, if you're a Marine or something, and you just fucking blow people up, and you're like, I don't have to think. What am I doing is good or wrong? Hmm. And then there was a policy that changed under, under with, I think it was Obama, or maybe right before as well, where they said, well, you have to win hearts and minds in the Middle East, because if we don't trust you as Middle Easterners, we don't appreciate what you're doing. If we think you're monsters and you're behaving like monsters, it doesn't matter how much weapons you have. At the end of the day, we still fucking hate you. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they stopped doing that because they were creating more people that were angry and that were going to use violence. Right. And instead, they told their own Marines and their own soldiers, by the way, this is going to be riskier for you. It's going to cause you more danger, probably put you in a more dangerous situation. And it's probably obviously fucking them up more. But they have to figure out how to make a distinction between what is a threat and what is not a threat mm, mm. and not to just go in guns blazing. Mm. Yeah. And their point was amazing. I love this point. If a soldier can do that and figure out how to do that with all that stress, with all that fucking anxiety in another country, 
for yeah. a person that isn't even an American citizen, yeah. why can't the cops do it in the States mm-hmm. for American citizens? Exactly. Yep. Exactly. That was like that argument just won me over. And I was yeah. like, yes, I believe that that can be done. It's 100%. True. How do you do it then? And you, the problem, I think, with um, a lot of uh, police officers, I'm, I'm generalizing now, but like I think a lot of uh, these police officers come from like a generational thing. Like my, my grandfather was a police officer. I was a cop, yeah, yeah, yeah. And everything. And like the. If you have a, a bad seat, like the grandfather was racist, uh, he's going to obviously pass that on to his son, and then he's going to pass it on to his son I don't as know. Well. My parents were like, very racist. I don't, <laughs> I don't feel like... like, like see, <laughs> Maybe the, a little bit. The, 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 where this came from was, again, American History X. Yeah, Derek yeah. Vineyard, the main character, uh, when he was like a teenager, the, because there's like flashbacks, right? His father was a, a firefighter, and... There was a, a, a scene where they were having breakfast, and, and Derek was like, you know, he had long hair and everything, and he was talking about how he how excited he is because he has this new professor at his high school who's black, and he's teaching them all these yeah, you know, yeah. all this literature about the you know of black history and everything, and he's like, oh, he's so interesting, he's so smart, yada yada, and then his dad goes like, yeah, yeah, don't <laughs> listen to him, you know, like, and 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 that led me to that really opened my eyes because it was his dad. That sort of planted this sort of extremism in the him. Seed, yeah. It was very subtle. He wasn't like being directly racist or anything, but like just the di- the dialogue was very smart. Like the writers, like p- props to them. But it was very subtle how he sort of slipped it in, yeah, into him, right? And then when his dad got killed, all of a sudden Derek is this whole He's been neo-Nazi yeah, sort yeah. of thing. But you know what, man? Honestly, if you think about it. Doesn't that happen to a lot of extremists no matter what? Like I know personally a lot of like people that were religiously extreme Like they were conservative and they were like the proper, you know, do do it by the numbers Muslim and everything is by mm-hmm. the book and when they stopped you know, or they lost their faith They somehow went to the other extreme mm-hmm. and it was like militant atheist this this, this. and yeah. in my head I'm like I read an article once that was talking about something like this where it says that extremism seems to be like a condition that some people have. Yeah. Like it's just alcoholism mm-hmm. or something else. That people just want to believe something so wholeheartedly <coughs> that they tend to just go, no matter what it is, Khalid, they just go to the extreme. Yeah. Well, you know, let's not kid ourselves. We know a lot of people who, um, in, in, in Bahrain or in the GCC, who were like raised in religious households and everything. And then all of a sudden, like they, they start just smelling independence. And they go to the extreme where they're like fucking drinking every night and passing out on the streets, right? Let's, let's not fool ourselves man, here, yeah. So stop dancing around yeah, it. Honestly, man, this is this is the kind of people I'm talking about when I feel like even even when they like even when they decide, you know what, I'm gay, I'm transgender, whatever it is, it's like do you have to go to the the point of extremism where exactly. you're making actual gay people look bad? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like exactly. uh, actual gay people are like, please t- take it down a notch. <laughs> All right, you are embarrassing us. It's he like, does not represent us. <laughs> no. It's we like have, we have values. We're taking ourselves seriously. We're trying to run politics here and get ourselves. But then Abu's going on Tinder, just <laughs> like looking like a complete like like the yeah. fucking dude at the riots, <laughs> <laughs> and he's just oh black people, oh Habibi, say this, say this to the camera, dance for me, monkey, say it. You know what annoyed me about that that guy, and then 
I found out he's in Portland. Motherfucker, that's Portland, the Oregon, most yeah. liberal place I there is, yeah. And, <laughs> and I think that's why people are slightly, like, kind of not giving it a bite. Because Portland's like, there's like, oh, there are a lot of, you know, weird people out there. Yeah, there's so, so many liberal. It's the so, safest place yeah, to yeah. be. So I feel like if he wasn't in any other state, he's <laughs> not going to get that no attention. No fucking way he's doing that in Baltimore. Is it, anyway, no, no, no. Is it how they in the Portland? What are you doing? He was in Portland. Yeah, he was in Portland. But, like, Portland is one of these cities that were built by hippies and everybody's mm. PC and everybody's nice, everybody's yeah. respectful. Mm. So for them, it's like they already are aware of the problems and they're trying to support and they're trying to do it peacefully. So this whole thing, he's trying to rile people up. He wants <laughs> he wants to see fire. He wants yeah. to see cars yeah. explode. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Motherfucker's missing 2011. <laughs> 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 he, he missed that. He wanted to experience it firsthand. So like, okay, uh, here, here's a question I'm going to ask. Um, a lot of these, you know, Twitter, Twitter warriors, uh, PC, whatever, mm. are uh, saying that if you're not participating in this, you're part of the problem. You choose to be ignorant, yada yada. You're, you're like, tone deaf. They're so, yeah, they're sort of like yeah. guilt tripping people into speaking out their opinions. What do you think of that? What do you, to, to guilt trip people? Like, what is that? Like, like, okay, for example, I've been silent about the whole thing, right? Up, up until now, I've been right. silent. I haven't been posting anything on social media because, honestly, like, uh, you know. I'm realistic about it. Like, who the fuck is going to read my tweet? Okay, there's a billion other tweets. Yeah. Mine is just going to get lost. Okay? And, Yanni, what do you think of people who are guilt-tripping people like me who are just, like, quiet they about the whole thing? They need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> they need to shut the fuck up, okay? Right, thank you. Like, just don't... If you want to help people out, donate money, Okay? Go out, donate money to like, you know, there, there are people that take care of um, uh, people that get injured in the riots. Mm -hmm. mm. There, are, there are people that need help when it comes to funding a political campaign. Find out about that. Donate to it. There are a million ways you can help people. That has nothing to do with you just easily putting out a tweet and plastering your fucking virtue. Or, You're the or, same. Pa or painting yourself black. <laughs> yeah, I mean, What's that fucking? Why is she doing that? I, I, I don't, oh my god! Like, man. is this somehow your Bro, support? Have you never heard of the, blackface? The yet? first thing that came out of my mouth when I saw that picture is like, please go back to struggling to be relevant as an influencer, <laughs> dude. It's, it's really bad. Like, they don't seem to understand it. Like, I remember there was a friend of mine that I talked about with the with the, you know Black History in the States. And they were talking about, you know, white supremacy being systematic. And there's some people, like, even in black culture in the States, that want, for example, reparations. And they want the government and, and basically the taxpayer to pay to help uh, redeem all the, the problems and all the things that came out from slavery. So post-slavery and the systemic problems that were there because of what happened, mm -hmm. right? The lack of education, lack of funding, all the support. Now, fair enough. You want that kind of support. You want that kind of help. If you, as a Middle Easterner, you feel like black people need to be helped, then why don't you, instead of doing that little Twitter bullshit activism that didn't even stop Coney in 2012. Oh, what a throwback, Jesus. Because oh, he's in prison now because of your fucking hashtags, right? That did so much for them. How about Cecil the Lion? No, if you want to help out, how about have the conversation on a global scale? Listen, not white people weren't the only people that traded in slavery, okay? Mm. 
remember the, the joke I did on, on, on stage while I was talking about in nanny in slavery black people you know yeah, I know you guys are offended by yeah. colonialism yeah. white people made it personal but we didn't okay we <laughs> yeah. never chose it was equal opportunity <laughs> slavery across the board okay now that's a joke but the reality is very different like in Arab we actually had slavery for a much longer time period it was in the Middle East it was mm. all across Africa it was 10 times more brutal than what the white people ever did as far as how we treated slaves and we had a ranking system for slaves so, for example, yeah, we did take slaves from every country, including Slovakia or any of the Eastern European Slavic blocs. It's probably why they wear tracksuits. I don't know. <laughs> but we, we had this kind of thing where we'd, like, for example, if you were a white slave, you could be a concubine for, like, a royal. You could raise up to the level of a minister. In the Ottoman Empire, they could be Janissaries or even become a vizier one day. And they have this level of rankings where if you're white, you're at this class of slave. And mm-hmm. even within fucking slavery, There's there was classism class. where black people were at the bottom. So that was because of Arab favoritism. And the funny thing is, we had all kinds of slaves. And then as, uh, and the rule was you can't take a slave from war if they agreed to be Muslim. Mm. So if they convert it, yeah. you can't take them. Uh, right, after oh, that, that's the rule. The pieces are falling into place now. <laughs> okay, I exactly. See, I see where you're going. There you go. Yeah. So here's what the Indians and the white people figured out. They're like, let's just agree to Islam. You know, it's better than the alternative. Yeah. And they started doing that more and more. So you have less and less Indians and white people in other countries becoming slaves. And instead, all they had left, Arab traders at the time, slave traders, was Africa. Mm. It was the last place where they could find it. But our inheritance that we gave to colonialism is how to get through that network, how to get through that trade, slave trade. Mm. So uh, going back to the original point. So we opened the doors. We opened the fucking doors. (laughs) Are we responsible for paying money? Reparations. Are we? That was such a long time ago, man. Jesus. Oh, see, this is what I'm saying. Like, you're honest about it, but what about these hacktivists? These uh, see, that, that's the thing. I mean, I think, I think the worst thing about this is that not about the, what you're saying, but you know, the, the, like the idea of that these people believe they genuinely believe that if you tweet something like that, it means that you know it's gonna happen. Like they actually, they genuinely believe that. Oh, if I tweeted about this. Then that's this is me like I'm part of the cause and I'm gonna make some change by writing yeah. a tweet on you know something yeah, at least rather than educating yourself properly and actually understanding. You know you know, what's you, know going on. you know what I fucking hate though. I fucking hate like these people like just saying oh oh you guys should stop the looting and everything like oh stop the violence and I just hear like motherfucker have you ever heard of the fucking Bolshevik revolution <laughs> like. <laughs> like People don't. Home, people don't understand that. Homeboy didn't get shit done by just going <laughs> next to the palace, <laughs> See, pulling that, up a sign. I agree with you there. I agree with you there. If it's a revolution, call it a revolution. Okay. As Arabs, we don't shy from that. Okay? <laughs> we, we call it what it is. And maybe they have a point on that side. But I think it's because some people are actually legitimately peacefully protesting. Yeah. And they don't want to be associated with looting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I understand there are some people making excuses for the looting and for the rioting and saying, "Well, what do you expect a motherfucker to do?" Like yeah. that's literally all they know how to do at this point. That they have no other option. Now I don't believe that because I feel like more of them should vote. Yanni, I don't. Do you remember that uh, you were talking about Charlemagne before? You were going to say something. Do you remember, have you seen Charlemagne uh, talking to Joe Biden? No, I didn't. I, I saw clips of that. I didn't see. Outrage with this message for black voters. If you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump. 
and you ain't black. It don't have nothing to do with Trump. It has to do with the fact I want something for my community. I would love to see. Take a look at my record, man. That is the most arrogant, condescending comment I've heard in a very long time. 1.3 million African Americans voted for Trump. He's saying to 1.3 million African Americans that you're not black. Biden today doing cleanup. The bottom line of all this is perhaps I was much too cavalier. I know uh, that the comments have come off like I was uh, taking the African-American vote for granted, but nothing could be further from the truth. And I shouldn't have been such a wise guy. I, I saw clips of that. I didn't see the Dude, whole thing. it is the best proof ever that, that all of black people in the States, black culture needs to understand that their vote means something. Mm. And that if, if Democrats and people that are on the liberal side feel like they can get your vote no matter what, and you also, your vote, you just throw it away, then you don't have the same kind of pressure politically as any of the smaller minorities. Like the, the gay minority has gotten their agendas in, in politics. There's other groups, Asians, uh, Jews. There's a lot of smaller minorities in the States that have a huge influence on politics. Jews. Yes. <laughs> the way you say it like that. The way he says it. Jews. It's not the way I say it. Just making a point there. They started with Hollywood, bro. <laughs> this whole video. Do you know, you know that in YouTube, in YouTube Wait, if I, I was monetized, just I, saying that would get it demonetized? Shit. Am I, am I, just saying the word Jew. What about Arab? Am I just no, going to say Arab? So. I don't think so. Is my mic okay? <laughs> I, I feel like it's loud. It's going all over the place. I'm trying to figure yeah, it out, but yeah. we're, we're, we're getting there. Just so, so I don't forget the Charlemagne thing. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I want to tie it all the way back to <laughs> to Kashi six nine. <laughs> there is an old. I found an old meme where uh, when when six nine was uh, was being prosecuted or whatever. Um, there was a. They just they just released this clip of Charlemagne's like talking on his show and he's like, you know what? If six <laughs> if six nine if six nine gets out of jail, I'll suck his dick. <laughs> I'll suck his dick. You don't have to oh, ask me. Shit. <laughs> I swear to God, that was the funniest shit I've seen on the internet. It's like, it's like, it's like he pauses for a moment. I suck his dick. Dick, and she's six nine, gets out of jail. Wait, wait, I, I suck his dick. I, I feel like, I feel like I should, I should, uh, I should sort of clarify because uh, this is going to, uh, in public and it might bite me in the ass afterwards. Okay, go ahead. When I said Jew, okay. I was <laughs> Jews. <laughs> Comedic overkill, people. Comedic overkill. Okay. Oh God! I just want to clarify. It's okay, that. okay. We're it's semitics. We can do it to each <laughs> yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're both the same. Yeah, we didn't. Oh, Germans can't Thank do it though. Yeah, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I need a pop filter for this thing. <laughs> so yeah, dude, Charlemagne is 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 one of the guys that has a lot of insight about this kind of stuff, and yeah. he gets it. Like that moment where he's talking to Joe Biden. Joe Biden is basically saying, and I'm paraphrasing right now, so nobody quote me on exactly what he said, but he was basically saying something on the lines of like, if you don't vote Democrat. Or if you even have to think about voting for anybody other than Democrats and not voting Trump out, then you're not black. Mm. And, oh, and wh that, what? Yeah, basically. Wait, whoa. Biden said that? Biden said Fox. that. If you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, and you ain't black. What the fuck? And is, whatever happens, like free speech and freedom of thought. <laughs> dude, that's mo that was the moment where I'm sure like a bunch of black people, including like Charlamagne, you can see his eyes light up like, like money, cha-ching. <laughs> this, this moment is going to go viral. And he knows it because people are just going, motherfucker, no. 
My black vote is not for sale. <laughs> it is not guaranteed to you. You earn it. And and that's what I mean, man. Like the, I feel like the the black vote needs to be a lot more like a valuable because they can swing elections. They matter. People need yeah. them. Mm. Like the Democrats need that vote to be able to actually win in an election against somebody like Trump. So this is an opportunity for them to, like I said, get their issues across, make sure that they, they have their people in a city like Detroit. I think most of Detroit is like run by black mayor, black police chief, if I'm not mistaken, something along those lines. I mean, either that or I'm messing up the city. But that's what I mean, man. There's a, there's a lot of things that could be done. And I feel like every other group has figured it out. Do you know why I think figured it out? Nigerians. <laughs> What? Nigerians are successful motherfuckers, man. Are they? Yeah. I mean, you know, the, the scams at least. Like that. Yes. But, yeah. They scammed a ton of people, bro. Right. <laughs> they know exactly what they're doing. Nigerians are smart motherfuckers, man. They are. They, they need are. to start a lobbying movement in the States and, and just like scam the shit out of people. You, you heard of this, uh, there's an interesting story where like after 9-11, there was this tribe in like Zambia or something that sent the U.S. like 39 cows. Really? For what? As it for like helping out yeah, helping. COVID? <laughs> it's like you guys are dying here. here. It's Take so, some cows. It's so sweet, right? Because like I mean, yeah, they don't have anything to offer. Tried, but like, yeah, I know it's, it's funny. sucky, and I can't feel for them. It's yeah. funny, but like, yeah. See, this yeah, is the thing, man. Like, there's there's a lot of misconceptions and misunderstandings. Like, there there's a there is a culture that in in the states. I look at I look at the black situation. and I'm thinking, are they? kind of playing up the victim card when they could be a lot more successful than they actually are. I know that there's a systemic problem. I know there's a lot of bullshit going on that is working against them. That's There's no doubt in that. But how much of that stuff also is internal, like, bullshittery? Like, there, there's a bunch of people like... Um, there's this guy called Nasheed something. I can't remember what his name is, but he... Nasheed, look at him. And he always talks about everything is white supremacy. Every single thing that happened, whether it's like why Jesus is white and it's not this, it's white supremacy against the black mm. people. To it's like motherfucking Jesus was like that image <laughs> happened like thousands of years ago yeah. with the Romans. Yeah, and they weren't planning that shit from back then. <laughs> like he wasn't even white. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He, he looked he was like, like brown, us. He was probably. Brown. Yeah. yeah, and he's one of the these these guys that would say like you know. Would you deny Jesus a wife because he's just a big brown? <sighs> like it's oh. it's really annoying. Like when when he says it, I'm like I. I listen to it i'm like i hope black people in the states don't believe the bullshit he says because it's like he's teaching you that you have no power and it really is, you do it is really mm -hmm. a lot of like internal sort of dialogue amongst themselves where they're just yeah, any riling each other up uh like if i um if you sit down with a group of people and you sort of have the same mentality and everyone sort of rants about the same thing and the same thing and you start becoming really passionate about that one thing yeah, you know, and, and and do I agree that you know some elements of of the black community, yani, it is a lot of riling up and that, I I just feel like it's opportunism, man. I I think so, yeah, but like that's not saying, and I mean, I'm talking about a small percentage. Yeah, right? I'm not denying the fact that there is like systematic oppression, there is uh, racism, there is all that, but like. There's just an element of them where I feel like, at least, yep, it's all white supremacy. It's Everything. All, it's, all, it's all a conspiracy. It's all modernization. Like, 
It's like, well, then, then that's that reminds me of sometimes when people in the Middle East will also, you know, complain and say everything is the fault of colonialism. Yeah, yeah, yeah It's yeah, like yeah. some of our bullshit is our own, man. Well, Come on. Well, well, they're like, oh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. a Yehud. Like, I think, like, get the fuck out Yeah, here, I think that kind of mentality even demeans the people themselves because it's it's like you're saying, oh, you're not even smart enough to... You know, have the ability to fix your own problems. Exactly. It's like everything is, you know, it goes back it's to blaming the per- other people. Yeah, yeah. Blaming other people. Everything goes back to the person who used to oppress you. Or, I mean, it's not saying that there isn't any oppression, but to say that you don't have any control over it. Yeah. That's. But I mean, if if black if black people didn't have control over this, they, they wouldn't be rioting in the yeah. first place. They it, wouldn't be protesting. You wouldn't have Biden saying the shit he was saying. Yeah, you wouldn't it, have a lot of things. Yeah. And a perfect <laughs> example would be uh, the whole slavery thing in the Middle East. Okay, it happened. We're not denying that it happened, and it was brutal, and it was harsh, and it was whatever. But it was a long fucking time ago. Definitely, people have changed. People, yeah, mentalities have changed. Times have passed, and yeah, are you really still gonna hold that grudge against against like um, the 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 newer generation of what like their grand great 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 grandfathers did to you yeah. or your people i think it's just pointless hate at this point like why are you looking at it from an angle where it's like i don't like this person because 300 years ago his great grandfather probably did this to my great grandfather and come on you're just you're not progressing okay you, yeah the same seeds of hate or or, or bitterness are there yeah Taf? They're there and they're never going to go away. Not with that mentality. No, man, they won't. And this is what annoys me with somebody like him, this guy. He'll say, like, I remember somebody challenged him. I can't remember which comedian it was. But he was was telling him, like, what what is your explanation, for example, for successful black people in the States? Or even, like, when he talks about Arabs or anybody else. And he brings up the point of Nigerians. Because Nigerians, no joke, when I said earlier I was being serious about the fact that they are the most successful immigrants that ever come to the States. Mm. And they more than Chinese, more than any other. Maybe it's not the case per capita, but still. And they have able to actually, because they're really well-educated, and they come in and they build their businesses. They're very integrated as a community. And they have specific goals that they work towards because they want the opportunity to make money. All right? Mm. Now, you look at them, he'll say, well, uh, oh, white people allow them to succeed. Mm. And it's like, well, why are they allowing them to succeed? He will literally say they allow them to succeed because they're not a threat and we can exp- they, they can kind of remove them from the country whenever they want to. And then somebody brings up, well, Arab, like we, we're pretty successful. We have our politics. We have our own influence in the world. What about us? And he'll say, oh, we're, we're allowed to succeed by white supremacy. <laughs> it's like, and he'll say something like Arabs are basically black. It's like, okay, now we're basically black, huh? When, whenever we're succeeding, it's like we're basically black. It's like, and everything else. It's like, okay, you can have that, all right? But Dubai, Dubai is ours. <laughs> Dubai is ours, and the Indians have more claim to Dubai than you do, okay? They actually had to build that city. But my point, <laughs> they did. That's true. India is Dubai. I feel Dubai is more Indian than it is Arab, to be honest. Yeah. They, they deserve that city. Um, no, I'm joking. Yes, they do. We didn't make so like it. A lot of aside, I know Emiratis are just going motherfucker. It's like come on, they did, they built it, man. Come on. Yeah, okay? but they're like four Emiratis. <laughs> That's true. I'm sorry. <laughs> No, no, but, but in, 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 like, in on, on all honesty, that's the thing. And I feel like Indians and Filipinos, a lot of expats that work here as laborers have more claim in a lot of ways. But you can't go and say as, you know, well, black culture, well, you know, the white people allow us to succeed. Motherfucker, do you know how much money from Saudi is controlling the U.S.? 
Do you know mm-hmm. how much media control we have over their politics, over everything mm-hmm. else that they do? Mm-hmm. Like, sure, they have a lot of influence on us and they control a lot of the world here and they have a tight grip on the Middle East. But we also have options. We could say to America, you know what? China's looking good, motherfucker. <laughs> China has been treating us well and we want to go there. <laughs> it's sort of like that whole uh, in the Cold War thing. Like, I think, I think Arab, Arabs are really smart in that regard. Like, okay, you would side with the victor, but like in the height of the Cold War, they were like sort of, okay, uh, are we going to go towards the U.S. side or are we going to go yeah. to the Russian side, right? We'll just see who let's wins. Let's feel it out a little bit. Let's see. Let's feel it out. We'll see who wins. Interests change, man. <laughs> yeah. Alliances change. Yeah, it's circumstance. One day you're looking good and you're helping us out. And then the next day you're, you're fucking Eddie Murphy going, <laughs> what have you done for me lately? What have you done for me lately, I'm just, America? I'm just curious to know, like, how would the, like, the, the dynamic be here if, if Russia sort of or the USSR won the Cold War? What, in the, in, the, in the Middle East? Yeah. I don't know. Would we be like speaking, mm. speaking Russian? There's all right? kinds of things that can happen, man. As long as it's not Hitler that won. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, because there's a lot of Arabs that think, and, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, By the way. He took out the Jews. Like, you know you were next, motherfucker. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Is that <laughs> true? Is everybody. that true? Dude, there was Is a that true? wide, like a ton of Arabs were actually so pro-Hitler. Like, yeah. because, like I said, they felt like they were being cheated. By colonialism, mm. the whole Israel issue, everything else that went in it, understandable. And I understand that if you want to, you know, the enemy of my enemy is your friend, but it's not fucking Hitler. Because mm. then Hitler, we were cousins of the Jews. In his eyes, yeah. we are the same we're thing. The same. <laughs> we're the desert people that have money that can control a lot of things. They were coming after our oil worse than anybody else would. Just, yeah. There just happened to not be a large population of us in Eastern Europe. At that exactly. Point. Exactly. That's so true. I, that's true. I mean, you didn't give a shit about anybody else no. except for his, his own race. I mean, that's that's just true. Like, and what's surprising is that Hitler isn't even blonde. <laughs> He's like, the exception that proves his rule. Like, it. imagine today, right? If today, if, if World War II was today or pre-World War II, okay? You had the fucking Olympics, you had everything like else. the build-up towards World Everything, yeah. right? And, and you had the same amount of Turks that are in, in Germany. Mm. You have the same amount of Syrians. You have the same amount of Arabs as a whole in Germany. You don't think we'd be higher on the, the priority list <laughs> than Jews? Jews. <laughs> Which are like, yeah, they control, but we could take the money yeah, and then yeah, fuck yeah. them and then they'll probably leave or whatever it is. It's like, no, dude, we're the first target. And yeah. So I, 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 don't, I don't believe this whole thing that, you know, perpetrates itself in the Middle East where apparently the Germans would have been our friends. No. no. Fuck that. That's, that's stupid, man. Well, how are we on time? We're uh, so 120. We're actually done, man. This is it. Are we done? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, all right, you guys. We did uh, it. It was a tough uh, episode. <laughs> was it? I, I feel like I feel like we got a, a lot of groundwork covered. Like, you know, we did well. Yeah, we did. Yeah. And uh, the, the the topics I feel like have been very balanced as much as you can. But guys, Yanni, you give us your opinions. What do you think about this whole topic? I feel like when a lot of people have these discussions, it's impossible to have them in in three minutes. Uh, yeah. on fucking CNN or whatever it is. We're trying to figure out how to have these conversations from the perspective of another country, talking about another country's politics and the, the truths behind everything that's going on, including the fact that we're the Middle East, so we have a different perspective, different yeah, take. always. So you let us know what you think. Comment below. Uh, share with us. Share it to other people. Don't get offended. Don't be a bitch. It is right? a comedy show. more than. It, it, at the end of the day, we are trying to bring these topics yeah. and also laugh as well and have a good yeah. time and spread some awareness. So if it helped, thank you very much. Thank you for tuning in. Subscribe. 
Uh, remember, it's going to be on audio platforms as well at any given point. Give people a, a mention about that. We're going to iTunes. We got Spotify. We got Alami. And obviously, it's going out on YouTube. All right. Uh, you guys plugging anything? Or? Mm, no. 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 Oh, uh, I guess, I mean, I guess we can talk about this rug. Yes. Yeah, um, you can. Yeah. Rug. Yeah. So uh, we're working on a new short film. Yeah. This oh, is. We'll hopefully yeah. be shooting somewhere in... Yeah, I mean, we're projecting to shoot it somewhere in the mid to end of July. Yeah, um, it's it's gonna be fun. It's Don't gonna change be a the main characters. Have you have you read this yet? Have you <laughs> read have. a script? I nah, sent it to him, yeah. I need to send you the update though. Yeah. So yeah, not not gonna say too much, but it's kind of like a horror. Well, it's it's, it's, it's a, a thriller s a thriller ish um, <laughs> Arabian Nights inspired uh, short film. Uh, it's gonna be fun. I think you guys are going to like it, guys. There's a lot of uh, unusual uh, circumstances involved. And the group that's doing it is a very dedicated new group yep. of people. Mm-hmm. A yep. f- genre filmmaking group that's uh, looking for more people that are interested in making genre films. So if you want to help out in any way, even if you just want to be on set carrying coffee for the rest of us. Hire please me. do. We please need more do. coffee people. Hire me. Sure. Yeah, we need help. We Come need on help. over, man. I share the, the same name. I'm just uh-huh. saying. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that is Rug, so look out for it. It's going to be uh, OJ's next uh, debut film, and then he's going to be like all about you know white culture and, and going to Hollywood and, and feeling big and yeah. basically t- like, taking that Hollywood. How else do you succeed? You take the Jew money, man. That's what you <laughs> <laughs> all right, I being politically incorrect again here on the Bedouin Banter Podcast. All right, guys, you have a good time. We'll see you on the next episode next week, Monday. Check it out. Bye. Bye.